The podcast you're about to listen to is part of the Professional Casual Network. To find more podcasts like this, please check out professionalcasual.com. As a special thanks to all of our patrons, we are giving away one item from the Professional Casual Network store at teespring.com slash stores slash professional casual. All you have to do to enter is be a patron. That can be as little as a dollar a month, and every month we will give away an item of your choice from the store. Follow us at patreon.com slash professional casual. Hello, and welcome to episode three of season three of The Space Between Presents Shake Machine is Broken. I'm your host, Danny, and joining me tonight, as usual, are three of my most favorite people in the whole wide world. I've got Sarah Burns. Hello. Uh, what, and what? Tim France. Hi. And Big Chuck in the flesh. Wow. Yes, I am literally in the flesh. You know you can wear clothes when we record, right? I refuse to. Okay. I Nips. have my mask on, but I refuse to wear any clothes. <laughs> Who am I? To be, to, to be fair, yeah. you couldn't tell for at least 20 minutes because I am so hairy. Well, you can only tell <laughs> yeah. when he stands up. Yeah, it's at true. At first yeah, yeah, I was yeah. like, a sweater is an interesting choice. Yeah. 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 Especially one with pierced nipples on it. Yeah. Right. But mm. I mean, who am I to yuck your yum? Thank you. you know, I appreciate as that. As yep. we say. We don't, we don't kink shame here. Yeah. Mm-mm. So this episode, we're picking up with the docuseries McMillions, which you can find on HBO. Um, if you haven't listened to the first two episodes, go back and do that. You fools. That. You fools. And get all the dirt they gave in those first two episodes on the McDonald's Monopoly scam. Before we start, Sarah's going to take take this, take it away. But before we start, what is your ideal McDonald's order? Oh, fuck. Oh, I just got it like a half chub just thinking about it. Tim wants the McRib. Um, so like total order? Yes. Like you roll up to McDonald's. Everything they have everything. There's no seasonal or limited time like any menu oh, item. Holy shit. Okay. What do you order? Uh, granted, this order comes from a dark time in my life, but <laughs> you you roll up and you get two large shamrock shakes because they're only around for a limited time, so you might as well get two. You yeah. can have one now and you can have one later. Uh, two large fries, a twenty piece, uh, three McDoubles plain, add bacon, two spicy McChickens, and a twenty piece of barbecue sauce. Damn. Fuck. Okay, that was really specific. Yeah. Then you just you know. Feel real bad about yourself for a yeah. long time. Well, like you said, at least the shamrock shakes, that's a limit. That's time, why you get so. the second shamrock shake. So when the depression sets in, you got that one ready to go. I love it. What size shamrock shake are you getting? Large. No Good cherry. Lord, that is that's a lot. Delicious. It's okay. delicious. That's a lot. <sighs> Guys, we should try are to Are we make talking it. wait, are we talking pre or post McCafe? I mean, if it's post McCafe, you gotta get three. And it's still not even as much as the other two previous largest. Are you getting that whipped cream and cherry on top? No cherry. Fuck that. I don't understand why they started adding goddamn cherries to everything. They stopped. Yeah, at least our local ones, because I got in the habit of being like, no cherry. And they're like, don't worry, we don't do it anymore. And I was like, ah, thanks. That was spot on accurate. Yeah. Um, can I make a confession right now? Yeah. Do you not like the shamrock shake? Because you can get the fuck out. Yeah. I've never had a shamrock. Really? Oh, okay. That's so much better. Yep, yeah. I've okay. Never had but it. you don't you really like mint stuff? I love mint. Mint and chocolate. Oh, fuck mm. me. In her defense. Fuck me. <laughs> not on that board, unfortunately. <laughs> Shit. So thank you for you're, filling in. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> to be fair, in her defense, she probably has tried and it was probably down. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's true. I, bet you're so, right. I found. She was down. I just found a recipe for it. Hell yeah! You want me to read out the recipe? Yeah. yeah. Uh, three scoops of vanilla ice cream, um, a fourth of a cup of heavy cream, uh, half a teaspoon of peppermint extract, Epstein extract, peppermint extract, six drops of food color, food dye. I'm. I mean, green. I would suppose whipped cream, and uh, this one has the maraschino cherry on it. Gross. Gross. Yeah. Also, it uses ice cream, not a vanilla mix that also freezes. So (laughs) I don't know how accurate that is. Let's turn that bitch. (laughs) Yeah. Chuck, what's your McDonald's order? Uh, So if it's not seasonal, if it's just whenever I decided to head over there, it's a number nine large fry, which is uh, two cheeseburgers. Yes. Uh, Love me. Love me. Good two cheeseburgers. Large diet. And then I get a McChicken. No lettuce. Add pickle. Okay. Oh, I also... 
get my McChickens plane. No, no, no. I know that you it's don't. It's not plain. I just, I just yeah. forgot to say earlier that I get yeah. a plain. Yeah. Uh, I just want dried chicken on a dry ass toasted <laughs> bun. Yeah. If you go, if you go listen to uh, Elite Eight Showdown, you'll find out Tim's hatred for everything uh, mayonnaise based. Yeah. I really don't uh, like mayo and lettuce from any restaurant is literally how you'll get Ebola. Yeah, that's true. Wait, what's the other E1? It's not Ebola. Uh, e. coli. Yeah, yeah, that one. Do you guys remember when the two cheeseburger meal was the number two? I did. I was going to say that yep. earlier. Joey yeah. McMullen. Shout out to Joey McMullen. Sure. Uh, I would always get that. And I'd be like, why would you get that? It's not yep. a quarter I, pounder. When I was a so kid, good. I always got the number it, two. It's better quantity of food for price. I disagree completely. Uh, you're wrong. Aren't the, aren't the regular burgers an eighth? And they're 10 to ones. They are. So it's yeah. even worse. Yeah. But you get more bread. Size. Yeah. Well, so, like more flavor because you get the essence of the grease soaked into the buns and mm. you have two of them versus just a quarter pounder, which is actually the same amount of grease by the time you're done. Yeah. Sarah Burns, what you getting? So, so I'm going to start by saying more of a Wendy's person. Same. So, uh, usually, <laughs> I mean, if we're doing that, I, I, I fuck with the king all day, but apparently we're not allowed to say that. Unless Sarah, that's like, oh, I Thank you. I like my chili. I like that you made my voice a lot higher than it actually is. You're welcome. I'm a little self-conscious about, hey, hey, son, Sarah. Anyway, so. That's what you get for eating at Wendy's. You should go to the king. They have better hormones in their burgers. <laughs> what are you talking about, Tim? Um, no, I just, I, I like a quarter pounder with uh, medium fries and lemonade. Nice. Yeah, simple. Yeah. Yeah, nothing crazy. Danny? I love it. What about so, you? Man. Yeah. You don't eat at McDonald's, right? I don't. Yeah, Danny, what do you normally get? Sorry. When I was growing up, number two all the way, and I would put the French fries on my burgers. Oh, yeah. fascinating. Oh, You're one of those God. people. Fuck yeah. Oh, I would put chips on my tuna sandwiches too. That'll give you a bit. The ridges. Yeah. I could see it on like a regular McDonald's cheeseburger because there's not enough there. You kind of have That's to substitute. If you have a true so artist good. working back there, there's plenty. Yeah. That's nonsense. I'm or, sorry you guys don't have good I would do, burger what's the, what's the crispy chicken sandwich? And it's got like lettuce, tomato, mayonnaise. Crispy chicken sandwich? The, the crispy chicken sandwich. I think so. Classic yeah. crispy chicken yeah. sandwich. Give me that with a fry. I would always get Barks Root Beer. Yes! Always. Because it's got bite, baby. It's got bite. And give me all the apple pies. <laughs> Apple okay, oh, apple pie yeah. is pretty good. Yo, and a McFlurry with the, both M and M's and Oreos. In it. Ooh, wow! Do you guys get the eggnog one? I never egg, eggnog no. pie. I didn't Christmas. even know that was oh, an like option, custard, right? Yeah, yeah I've like always wanted to try it, but I, I've never been brave enough. It's all right, yeah. um, yo. When they had the Stroop waffle McFlurry, though, it was Ooh, real fucking okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, or the Rolo one. Stroop yeah. waffles yeah. <laughs> sounds like a band. We're the Stroop waffles. Yeah, and they're ska. They have to be ska. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> for sure a ska band. Stroopwafel sounds like something. Skank I it, Stroopwafel. <laughs> uh, there is you a term. touch my Stroopwafel. There's a term in the Netherlands <laughs> called um, swaffling. In mm -hmm. 2008, it was voted their most favorite word. Okay. Uh, it means to slap something with your dick. Yeah. Oh. So, uh, I thought it was a mushroom tap or whatever, mushroom slap. So this is a, this is the Dutch word for it. Oh, swaffle. Um, so swaffle. I had a, made a business plan for a course uh, once where I was going to open the swaffle house. <laughs> <laughs> I got a, actually a really Holy good grade shit. on it. And then everyone was laughing and she was like, why is that funny? And I was like, oh, it means hitting your dick with stuff <laughs> or hitting your stuff with dick. One of them. Oh my God. Can you imagine doing that? All the memes with like people when they go into Home Depot and the bags of soil are out and you're just Gotta swaffling hit it. with your dick. Oh, yeah. That bag no, of I dirt. I think that would hurt. I don't oh. know. I don't have a penis. I don't so. know. I, thick ass boy. There's nothing quite like slamming porcelain with your dick. Like it just moving on. Moving right. on. Moving on. on. I was going to say, are we uh, keeping that or? No, so probably not. So let's recap episodes one and two that we covered in episodes one and two. Mm -hmm. uh, so the McDonald's Monopoly game was rigged from 1989 to 2001. Um, and there was like security breach within the security firm that covered the game pieces and stuff like that. Um, and we're, we've just been learning about this whole web or pyramid or web pyramid. 
<laughs> something like that, um, of just all the like corruption. And there were mob ties. And it's all great. So we're learning about some of the winners and the connection that they had to the two Jerry's. Jerry's. Jerry. Uncle Jerry's. Jerry and regular Jerry. Which yeah. One? I've been calling him Jerry C. Jerry C. For Columbo. Uncle Jerry and Jerry Columbo. Yes. So the FBI, we're back in the room. We're getting interviewed with um, Amy Murray. And we have everyone there with us. We have uh, Gloria, uh, who is actually from North Carolina, not Jacksonville. But she claims she was from there because that is part of the scam. And Doug kind of gets her. You know, in the yeah. beginning. So she's like, you know, he, he has a picture of the um, North Carolina. No, North Carolina. Which one? Florida. She was from Jacksonville. Okay. She's yeah. from, that's she, oh, I thought these, it was from North Carolina. Oh, no, that's right. All of them were from Jacksonville. That's yeah. right. Okay. My bad. So they hold up a picture of the Jacksonville and they're like, hey, is this where you won? And she's like, absolutely. This is where I won. And they're yeah. like, actually, she won from the North Carolina. Yeah. So that was kind of interesting. And then Doug kind of goes in for the kill and was like, will you sign it, your autograph? Yeah. Like, we love to have. And like, oh I, that's not something I would ever think of doing. Yeah. Yeah. As you know, but like, that's such a good way of ga- gathering evidence. It's like, not only do we have it on video, but we have written mm-hmm. evidence that you went to the yeah, wrong she McDonald's. Wrote, like, thanks a million McDonald's or whatever. And yeah. yeah, like you would know if you were a legitimate prize winner, you would know. What the restaurant looked like that you went to. Yeah, I to feel like you would prize. remember. Yeah, yeah. Um, I feel kind of bad for a lot of these people that they're interviewing because oh, not of all of them were necessarily aware that this was like a crooked thing. Yeah. Um, and especially Gloria, who was effectively told, "No, we pick the winners." That's that's yeah. how it's always worked. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and like their mentality through this whole thing is, well, McDonald's is going to give the money away anyway, and like they're. They're budgeting this game winnings. Right. Out. So like, who cares if you get the million dollars or if it's really somebody randomly. Their sales are way, going through the roof anyway. Yep, McDonald's yep. is winning and all this. So who cares if it's, you know, a little shady. You know, I'm trying to think if I was in their shoes, especially in Gloria's shoes, who we'll, we'll get into further along in the episode. Um, you know, would I really care about McDonald's losing quote unquote, losing $2 million. They're like a multi-billion dollar company. Yeah. And if I was given the story that it was a, oh, they picked the winners. This is not a bad thing. We just kind of, you know, here, here's the money, whatever. Yeah. Would I really say no? I don't know. Because it, they're also manipulating these people. They're in Correct. vulnerable situations, yep. which we'll obviously get into later mm-hmm. in the episode. You know, people who are down on their luck, other such things. And they're like, yeah, it's great. Just take this ticket and you'll be fine. Just do this, whatever. Yep. So just that's my two cents. I feel bad for the victims because they are victims. Yeah. 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 If someone came up to me and was like, hey, here's a prize winning thing to get a million dollars from McDonald's. Do you want it? I'm not going to say no. Are you kidding me? Exactly. Right. And McDonald's very legitimately. They're not stealing it from McDonald's. They're someone was going to get that million dollars. Right. Yeah. But there's no. Larceny there okay you know all right mcdonald's gives two shits about it they were gonna give it away anyway and is there something to be said for the fact that a lot of these they paid for the the game piece so it's not like someone's just like oh here you go and they did nothing like they paid for it does that make it more or less legitimate i I would think it would make it less because why would you pay for a game piece the whole point is that it's not gambling Right. And they sure. said in the in the first episode, that's where I, I and, and hopefully my instincts would kick in and be like, what, what do you mean you want money up front? I thought right. this was a legit, yeah. well, semi legit thing. Right. Yeah. So now I can see it's like, oh, this guy has them. He's in charge of giving them out. Well, yeah. Why wouldn't he try to get a cut or you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I could see that as a person being presented with this opportunity. It's like, oh, well, I mean, someone's going to pay for it from him. Mm-hmm. Might as well be me. Yeah, I guess so. Even if I have to lean my house. Chuck, thoughts, feelings? Uh, Well, in general, I, yes, these victims were victims and I feel really bad for them. But here's mm-hmm. why I don't really feel that bad for them. Um, if you took casino management like I did in college. Okay. What degree were you going for? Uh, I was going for a marketing uh, degree, uh, four year with nice. culinary. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, but... Uh, we learned in casino management that you can't do giveaways 
and have like predetermined people because the legality of it, you will lose so much money if you're caught. Right. Mm -hmm. That like no one, like you legally cannot do it. You will get hundreds of thousands of millions of dollars, potentially of fines. You, of course, like we talked about previously ruins your, um, it ruins your credibility and and things like that. But regardless of that, the literal financial like outcome, if you get caught makes it damn near like impossible for you to ever want to do it. Right. Combine that with the fact that it's McDonald's and they aren't going to want to lose a hundred billion dollars potentially for a $2 million prize because we pick it because we need, you know, we want this person to be the winner this time for these reasons, right? Because they have a story or whatever, something like that. Everybody's got a story watch anything on reality television. They'll make nothing out of something. So like the idea that there's that it's rigged is actually the dumbest theory that you can have when it comes to giveaways, because mm-hmm. it would be, cost them so much money and it's so easy nowadays specifically to figure it out that if they, if they did do that and they rigged it, they Mm -hmm. would, they would just immediately get caught and it'd be in trouble. Hmm. That being said, would I take that ticket? Yup. Absolutely. Would I have paid to take that ticket? Yeah. That's what I was really stupid. No, I would not do that. Mm -hmm. If I had to pay, I forget how much it was that they ended up having to pay, but like if I have to pay like 50,000, so it was 50,000 for a million dollars. I know that one. Yeah. Right. So I already have to fork up 50 K and then who fucking has 50 K. We're all millennials. Despite what my financial advisor would hope. No, I don't have 50 K just lying (laughs) around that I could just throw, you know, like, and not only 50 K, but then you don't get the full million. You have to split it with Jerry C. So Uncle Jerry gets 50K for the ticket. Jerry C then redistributes it. So Jerry C is paying the 50K and then wants some of that money back, I guess, when he sells the ticket. And then he gets half of the overall prize winnings, but he gets half pre-tax. Exactly. So So these people really don't end up getting that much money. And in the 80s and 90s, max tax rate was like 40%. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So like... So, yeah, that goes into I mean, that's a pretty good deal for everybody. But that kind of goes into also like how is Uncle Jerry getting these tickets? Yes and no. Right. At a million dollars of the 40 percent tax rate, they're giving they're paying four hundred thousand dollars in taxes. They're giving Jerry five hundred thousand dollars and they're walking away with a hundred grand over 20 years. <laughs> over so they're 20. Getting five if they took the annuity year. versus the, the yeah. upfront, which would be the same ratio, but significantly less money. Yeah. Yeah. So you're just, getting a hundred K. Clearly, they must have smooth talked all these people into it. Because, right. yeah, if you put it in those numbers, you're like, right. yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. Well, why would you not? It's free money. Yeah. I mean, it's not because you have to pay for it first. But right. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. But it doesn't like. It's still. It's yeah, a significant they're, they're, amount of money. It's yeah, just now everyone thinks you're a millionaire and is going to treat you like an asshole. Right. And you've made out with like 75K. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have people like, yeah, they they car sales. They car salesmen mm-hmm. them into the yeah. position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. All right. So back to the story. So at this point, the FBI in Jacksonville, they're all working on this case and they start calling it (laughs) Operation Final Answer, which is just fucking stupid. Huge for the time because that everyone made that joke. Every dad at a water cooler or um, or a barbecue. I don't understand. Do you want a hot dog or a hamburger? Is that your final final answer? answer? Because Uh, it was from Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, that's right. Yeah. Another one of the games. Oh, because that was the game that they started doing it with. Uh, Yeah. Which is a little misleading that this was about the Monopoly scam, but the FBI's investigation took place during the Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? That's where I feel kind of cheated with this documentary. Like, I know that obviously the documentarians don't choose which game was being investigated, but personally, I'm just like, this is bullshit. Like, they passed up Unhappy Meal? Yeah. For For real. Unhappy Meal is the best one. Or Shake Machine Down? Right? I mean... Shake Machine Down! (laughs) 
All right. So that's kind of a quick interlude with the FBI. So now yeah. we're back to Frank, which is Jerry C's brother. Um, I've been calling him snitch brother because apparently he just likes to talk about all the family secrets. Oh, and you want to talk about all the stuff my brother did that was illegal? Well, here. Yeah, I'll tell you. Yeah. Here's an itemized just, report. Yeah. <laughs> with his wife with the raised eyebrows in the back, like we are going to be so dead. I know. I just Frank, yeah, we need to follow mouth. up with them and see if they're still alive oh after this. They got to be. I, they got. Yeah. Gee whiz. So I just this has nothing to do with the actual documentary, but they're at, a, of course, they're at a McDonald's yeah. drive through. Yeah. And he goes, yeah, I want a large coffee with 10 creamers ten creams and 10 sugars. Ten that's cream, insane. Ten, sugar. I, 10 cream, 10 equal. I'm so yeah, glad I, you Chuck, put this Chuck in the just give me scrunchy face. Nah, nah. Uh, nah. Well, that's not that crazy. That's, oh, a, that's a, so much. That's that a, seems that's so southern, much to me. That's like a southern thing. Okay. When I worked at McDonald's, we would have the ball, like the ball players come. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and the so, like the southern people want ten creams, ten sugars, and then the uh, sweet tea. So, Mm-mm. fun fact: they make uh, three, no, five gallons of sweet tea at a time. They put a pound <gasps> of sugar into the sweet tea. Oh, my God. And the majority of people from the South would ask for sugar packets because it wasn't sweet enough. That's Holy crazy. shit. OK, so to me, as a uh, an elite norther, northeastern In person, New Yorker, New Yorker, Yank. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, that seemed like a lot. So in my notes, he said, ah, it's perfect. I'm like, it's not, though. (laughs) So really, I'm leading to this. How do you guys like your coffee? Black. Okay. Chuck? Uh, Carbonated and uh, (laughs) usually a Diet Coke. (laughs) Perfect. Danny? Um, I usually do cold brew with a little bit of oat milk in it. Oh, my God. You're such a yank. Yeah. I know. I mean, cold brew is vastly superior to hot coffee. (sighs) It depends on the the it depends on how hot the day is. I'm I'm. Prefer hot coffee with just cream in it. You ever, half and half. you ever do cold brew and then heat it back up? Oh, my mom does that all get the time. Get the fuck out of no, here. No, you got to talk to my mom. She does that all the time. Your mom can get the fuck out of here. Right, I'm she's a lov- no, She's a lovely lady and you she's take lovely. that back. The, the <laughs> Other than the fact that she heats up cold brew coffee. The whole, you don't want it hot because that makes it less acidic if it's done so cold. So if you heat up cold brew coffee, it doesn't actually make it more acidic. It's the brewing process uh, of it being done cold prevents it from becoming acidic. Okay. So there is a little bit. There, it's not as bad or stupid or yeah. oxymoronish as it sounds, but yeah. if you I'm do just, prefer a hot, you can do that. Tim, <laughs> I think you and I are on the same page with this. We're like, my mouth is very sensitive to temperature. Yes. I don't want to wait eight years for my Correct. G-darn coffee. I just want to drink it. My G-darn uh, coffee. My G-darn, so I have an I hour commute to work. Like, I don't want to have to wait the entire commute to work to yeah. be able to drink my coffee. And that's only if I take the lid off, because if the lid is on it, it'll never be it'll cold never enough. It'll never be cold enough. And you my miss that three-minute window. My cup makes my coffee too hot, and I don't like it. And I love using a straw. I actually <laughs> had to get silicone straws because I'm a straw chewer. I am not a fan so of straws. The metal straws, I would can't chew a fucking Ugh, straw, obviously. Ouch. Well, no, that kind of teeth. attitude you can't. So, <laughs> yeah. When I go to What like, that mouth do? <laughs> chew metal straws! <laughs> <laughs> Um, when I go to our local coffee place and I get a drink, I get a plastic straw. I'm sorry, sea turtles. Um, but I chew it flat one way and then I flip it and chew it flat the other way. So it's a square. Um, actually chewing the ends of the straws actually leads to it going into turtles noses easier. Stop it. Well, yeah, you pretty much turn it into a drill. Oh, I mean, I feel really bad about it. But I try to use reusable straws as much as possible. But I love drinking with straws. Okay. Yeah, I'm not a big straw fan. I do fan. too. It saves your teeth from becoming yellowed. <sighs> Fuck my teeth. And like, <laughs> I don't like it when like cold hits my teeth. Oh, correct. Know? Again, yep. baby mouth. I feel like we're going on a lot of tangents a this lot evening. Of tangents. Sorry about get back. That. No, I mean, I mean it's so my, my mouth is deadened from all the hot things I've eaten <laughs> in my job because I have to like, oh, I gotta taste this real quick, and I I'll wish- just shovel the hottest thing in my mouth and just go, yeah. Another layer of skin in my mouth. I guess it's just like scar tissue in there now. So. I wish we had a camera because the gleeful grin that he yeah. just said, like, I like hot things. <laughs> um, Lily warmed up leftovers tonight for dinner. She helped me out and she is eight, so you know, it's fine. She was warming up leftover Chinese in the microwave and I went to just like stab a piece of broccoli with a fork and eat it. And it was like so hot that I literally like <laughs> chugged it back into the bowl. I've done you that. You didn't do that. <laughs> no, I was like, fuck that. And the lady's like, what? 
Like it's too hot. It's too so hot. So I left it in the bowl that everybody else served themselves from. Oh my Suck God. it, family. Eat my spit. <laughs> but I'm really glad you put that note in there about the 10 creams in time. Thank you. Because it was okay. excessive. And I was like, oh, I hope I remember this. And I didn't have to. <laughs> yeah. And then 10 creams and 10 equals. Yeah. Oh. Isn't that pretty much like stage two cancer just in a single coffee? Yep. Yeah. I think for legal reasons, we have to say that. It really, I don't think it really does cause cancer. No, it doesn't. You no, know, if you say allegedly, you can say whatever you want. Allegedly. I know. Yeah. Sprinkle allegedly yeah. out over everything. Like, Isn't that allegedly stage two cancer? <laughs> there you go. Mm. Yeah. Sprinkle that shit like parsley. So, <laughs> sn- <laughs> I should probably call by his real name. sprinkle but- parsley? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, they sprinkle parsley. Yeah. yeah. Especially Chuck like would know more than edge. anyone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, Actually, no, I assumed it as a garnish, but I figured it was like, ah, spring, boop. And that was it. No, no, chopped parsley. The green stuff that's on the plate, that's chopped parsley, man. What green stuff on the plate? <laughs> what are you talking about? Like McDonald's doesn't have plates, dummy. <laughs> Actually, some places do. Oh, do they yeah. really? Yeah. Well, if like you get disposable plate, you get the big breakfast. Oh, disposable plate. plate. I'm oh, talking yeah, about. Yeah. I'm talking about like real, like, a like glass porcelain plate. plates yeah. or glass. Yeah. All right, again, so many tangents on this episode. There's all get back to it. There's well, there's not, the honestly, ranch. there's not really much to these next two episodes. Yeah. So, get ready, yeah. listener. Get ready. There's not much going on. Get ready. There's not a lot going on. Although, I, I, really, this episode, really, f- I, I just want to kind of highlight this flips from the scammer to the scammy and how they feel. Because at first yeah. you're like, well, they're part of the scam. Who gives a shit about them? Mm-hmm. They they decided to do this. But you really, no, the they're. they're they are truly victims of a, of a crime syndicate. There's only pretty much one person, I feel like, in the entire thing that, that took one of the tickets that was actually scammed. Um, I feel all the others got, got a payout. Yeah, maybe it took you five years to break even, but especially the people that chose the annuity over the, the lump sum payout mm-hmm. certainly benefited. Yeah. All right. All right. So at this point, we're, we're back to Frank's house. He's talking. It's kind of just, of course, just... Revealing family secrets left Spilling and right. The beans. And at one point he says that he got a um, winning ticket for his for his wedding gift. And so, like, I wanted to highlight that just like how ubiquitous, how ubiquitous this yeah. was at this point. This They just don't give a shit. They've been getting away with it for so many years. And mm-hmm. just like money, they just don't care. especially to the Colombo family, it was just so like Frank was saying when they brought their first child home. Jerry C came over with $150,000 in cash and they like draped it over the baby and took pictures of it. Right. Yeah. And then his wife was like, I hated seeing all that dirty money next to such a clean baby. Like, bitch, I bet you Horse didn't be having that shit. money. I know. Yeah. I heard that line and I was like, I'll let someone else talk about it because oh. <laughs> I wanted to see what you guys like, thought. Are you, oh, yeah. You hated it so fucking much. Give me a break. That was that was pretty much my reaction to literally anything she said throughout this entire documentary. Yeah, like I'm we'll get into the, the other, we'll get into other parts. But I don't I, know you guys why why you hate her so much. I thought she was like pretty reasonable in her reactions to every. And I guess may, maybe that's what it was. Was whenever Frank would say something stupid, it's like, "Yeah, my brother was doing larceny. Yeah, my brother was doing this," and she's just like, "The fuck?" Yeah, are that you like saying? her facial reaction during that. I really liked a lot about her, but yeah. just that I hated seeing all that money draped around the baby. Like, see, I don't know. Cause I, know? I saw all that and I agreed with it. Like I agree. She probably was like looking at him like, why are you saying that? But I definitely feel like she knew it was all coming and it was all just fake reaction because she knew that there was a fucking camera on her. Right. And she's just thinking about how long he, they have to wait till, he, till she has to figure out how long he, she has to wait till he's dead to cash in the inevitable life insurance policy <laughs> that she's taking out because she knows that her husband's about to get whacked. True. So yeah. I wonder. Okay. So now we're, we're going away from snitch brother. So at this point, Jerry C is flying somewhere and he meets this uh, young woman who is a clerk at the air. I was going to say air force <laughs> at the airline. Her name is Lee. Um, Casano? Yeah. Okay. Actually, that's important. Casano. Casano. Um, I wrote that she was a flight attendant. Apparently, I just wasn't paying attention throughout the whole show. So, so Jerry C's like, "Hey, what's up? I see you're Italian. Like, here's some here's some money. Let's go go buy yourself some dinner. Legit, so you're Italian. Bob and a boo. Hey. Hey. Um. You want my spicy meatball? 
Just she one. Did, she did. She Danny, wanted, too far. She wanted, the she wanted the spicy meatball. Those are his testicles. <laughs> but he only has one? Yeah. yeah. Meatball. Is that something just random girls crave? Hey, you want my nuts? <laughs> <laughs> I got some testicles in. <laughs> you want a goggle on them or what? <laughs> oh, dear. I bet okay. that guy's balls are so big. I just want to see him. I wish I could just take pills to make my balls bigger. <laughs> Fuck, so they're greasy. Just, they're just fucking sopping in marinara. Oh, do you know what a greasy meatball is? I don't is? want that in there. We got to cut no. that one out. <laughs> you want to know what a greasy meatball is? No, it's a greasy meatball. So a greasy meatball is when you put your testicle, uh-huh. the whole thing, yep. into a vagina. How is that possible? <laughs> Oh, anything's possible if you believe, baby girl. Right. <laughs> don't, call me, uh, don't call me baby girl. No, that was really funny, actually. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. And now every listener is going to go try a greasy meatball today. Right. You're no, welcome, No America. self-respecting woman is like, oh, man, I just love it when a tiny-ass nut sack is flopped on my forehead. No, you want a big old ball sack flopped on your forehead. I don't want a I can. Sack on my oh, so I can literally <laughs> confirm that because I had a girl, an ex break up with me because my testicles finally came out and she was just like, I'm not impressed. And she was like really into balls. Like she was wow. just super, like that was her kink. It was like she just loved huh. testicles okay. so fucking I was, much. I was just kidding about that. But there No, are, she okay, actually there. loved, okay. like her big thing was like, I don't really care about dick size, but if you have huge Huge fucking testicles. Huge, huge clackers. Yeah. She's just like, I just, I want to suck on them all the time. And I was like, this is weird for a first date, but like, hey, whatever. Wow. Cool. First date? Yo, that. You know what, though? Listen to Alina show down Patreon content. I'll tell you that goddamn story. So, yeah. okay. Ooh, um, anyway, ooh. so. Like, whatever. My fucking balls come out and she's just like, oh, and I'm like, Aww. how much bigger do you want them? They're actually. It's been three started. years. <laughs> three years, <laughs> Jerry. Three years. <laughs> They're turning blue over here. Like you have to. I was yeah, and then she was just like, "No, I'm in like," and I was like, "Oh, really large." Um, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna kink shame, and I'm also really proud of the fact that she was like, "This is what I like on the first date." If you don't fucking have it, I'm not having it. You know what like, I mean? Yeah, there was a lot of weird stuff that happened. That to be day. fair, yeah. she had a medical condition. She has what's called really scratchy chin. And uh, instead of scratching it all the time, she just wants something to slap against it that's a little yeah. bit abrasive and might have some bristles on it to, to you know, give her the old chin scratch. Yep. Okay. All right. Uh, He's not wrong. Was, it so. was convoluted, yeah. I'll, but I'll give it to yeah. you. I don't think so. Let's talk about Lee <laughs> I don't think so. Okay, we got to go back to Lee Cassano. Yeah. <laughs> this poor woman. Holy okay. Shit. Yeah. So this is the one person I feel that actually gets really fucked over. Yeah, yeah she really does. So... I don't know. Jerry's just kind of flirting with her. They kind of, she kind of alludes that they're having an affair, but yeah. they never, she, no one explicitly says that. So I'm, right. I'm she's, not sure what's going on with she's that. She's getting that spicy meatball. <laughs> so, <laughs> um, Both of them. So Jerry essentially just kind of comes out of the gate real hot and be like, Hey, do you want this ticket for a million dollars? But you you just need to give me 50,000 up front, which we already talked about. That's kind of the price mm. of the whole thing. It was a hundred thousand. Oh, was she it? Get a million. Shit. Why am I so bad at this guys? No, that, no. So everyone else did. So the yeah. fact that he liked this chick and was greasing his meatballs in her, like you would allegedly, think he, allegedly, um, <laughs> oh, there's a lot of allegedly there. But I got, yeah. I, you'd think that maybe she was getting a little bit more, not no. paying. Cause she paid like 20 grand up front for it. And then she owed 50K in taxes because it was roughly like 50%. Oh, God. Yeah. So, but, but she never gets any of the prize money. No, because no. she has to pay taxes. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's right. Because she he takes it all. Oh, my God. He takes her to the bank. She cashes the check and he leaves with the money. She never gets any money, but she paid all the taxes on it. Yeah, I was going to say that. So at this point, Lee gets fucked over. She really, like, essentially owes $50,000 or, mm-hmm. yeah, 50000 to. Mm-hmm. The government, the government. Well, making ten dollars an hour as a as a flight attendant. No, not a, a flight attendant. As a uh, check-in clerk. Yes. For an airline. Did, they never said what airline, right? No. No, I didn't. Probably think so. fucking Delta. You bet it was Delta. Because <sighs> life Delta. is a fucking nightmare. <laughs> John Mulaney. <laughs> I feel like I should cite my sources. Anyway, so Robin. We go back to the the crime family, the Columbos, and Robin says, you know what? Too many Italian people from the East Coast are winning these prizes. Like, people are going to start getting suspicious. So Robin has a friend named Gloria. So now we're back to Gloria, and Gloria was the person in the beginning that got caught saying she wanted the wrong McDonald's. 
they have her come in and they're like, Hey, all you have to do is go to this place and get it, you know, and have this ticket and you're going to win a million dollars. Not really saying in the beginning, like, Hey, you're going to have to pay 50,000 upfront. And so she's like, I'm broke. I don't, you know, she's I'm a, a single mother. She's a single mom. Mm-hmm. You know, she's, she's, well, she's broke to, she is, she isn't gainfully employed, but not terribly gainfully employed. Um, but it's important to note that Gloria, as we said in the beginning is, is black. So they said, oh, we need to bring in diversity. I was just like, okay, this is like a whole other host of problems. You it know? really is. Right. It's like, oh, we need one black one. Yeah. And then we'll, then we'll be safe. No, no, exactly. How, how dare you say that the vagina. mob is not diversing? <laughs> like, that's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean like, oh, let's tokenize the one black person I know. And like, let's ruin her fucking life. And a woman, because mostly men were winning the million dollar prizes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Killed two birds with one stone. Yep. Caca. So Gloria is now in, after she agrees to have all this, she's been kind of smoothed by Robin and Jerry, you know, apparently they go shopping together and Jerry will never leave him alone. Yeah. That was which is super weird. Weird. He's very like helicopter husband. Yeah. And I don't think he was in most other situations. No. It was specifically this one. Cause he didn't know her. Yeah. He wasn't Italian. Mm-hmm. <sighs> probably racism okay anyway yeah. i'm just gonna assume and she's the, a woman yeah woman anyway and wasn't sleeping with her like lee right yeah allegedly allegedly okay so now is where shit hits the fan where she's like jerry says hey you need to give me fifty thousand dollars and she's like uh obviously i don't have that or i would have never have done this in the first place Mm -hmm. so she mortgages her house which is Mm. like oh no don't do that well and not more it was already mortgaged oh yeah she she borrowed more money against her house effectively undoing a bunch of the equity that she had been putting away money at you know yeah she undid probably three years of mortgage payments oh dear so at this point jerry c starts to get pretty pretty controlling over glory and what she can and cannot do. And at this point she didn't really feel safe. Yeah. And it's like, I can't imagine being in that situation where you're like, and especially like when she does the, she had to get that money in cash to give to him. She, they like meet on some street and they, she just gives it to him. And she's like, I had no idea if he was actually going to give me what he said he was, or if I was just out this money all of a sudden. Yeah. Like I, a huge amount of trust in someone who doesn't seem incredibly trustworthy. No, I, I feel, I just, I feel so bad for her. Cause she said in the end, her mortgage went from 300 a month, which I was like only 300. And I was like, it's the early aughts. I got to remember it's right. like the nineties yeah. yeah. to 1000 a month. That is an insane increase at that time. Mm-hmm. Again, single mom working job, just trying to survive. Not it's, just working job, social workers ugh. who notoriously get paid well under what they deserve yeah, to they be do. paid mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. amount of bullshit that they yep. have to put up with at their job. Yeah. And yeah. the education that they have to have to even get into the position too. Yeah, it's, it's crazy. Completely backwards. Yeah, yeah, one of my other exes was a, a, a social worker and just the amount of loans and schooling that she had to do to get a job that paid her $15 an hour was obscene to me. What was her kink? I was gonna say, did she like Yo. big balls? Yeah, Yo. big balls. I'll tell you guys later. She was <laughs> shout out, shout out to Big Dick Becca. Like she's the fucking best. I love her. <laughs> okay, so <sighs> so really, in the end, she's like, none of this made me happy. None of this really helped. I ended up making less money. Also, I felt physically in danger. She talks about her actual experience going to the store. Now, Lee, going back to Lee for a minute, she's like, it was really pleasant. I just went in and said I was a winner and I did all these things and it was great. But then when Gloria went in, she was like, I did. I hated it there. I didn't yeah. want anything to do with this. I felt incredibly uncomfortable. Jerry is right outside. Like it just, you know, just the juxtaposition of, between the two women. It's like, ugh. but arguably... Lee kind of got the short end of the stick compared to Gloria. Like she had to pay taxes and saw literally no money. Well, and like they said, Gloria, yeah, had a net loss for like the first eight years, but the other 12 after that, I mean, it was all, all gain. Yeah. Yeah. I I mean, she made the right call by taking the annuity because Colombo probably would have completely fucked her over. Yeah. All right. Well, and how does the increase in her mortgage payment factor into that? Yeah. Because uh, effectively she, what do you mean? Like, because when I was doing the math, which arguably I'm awful at doing math. So she went up $700 a month. 
Yeah, she took 50 grand out of her house, which is probably worth somewhere between 80 and 110. And then, so that's 700 extra per month times 12, whatever, versus what she gets from the annuity that she actually gets to keep. Like, did she actually end up making anything? Oh, for sure. Does that just cover the mortgage payment? Well, no, it covers far more than a mortgage yeah. payment, uh, for sure. Because she effectively would have made, because also Jerry Colombo fucking, Jerry Colombo would come upon an issue that would prevent him from being able to collect payments from her. That was so, something I wondered about, too, that we'll learn about next episode. So, yeah, so yeah. she certainly had a pretty massive net gain. Yeah. Because you're talking about 25 grand a year and an increase of $700 a month. Right. So you're paying maybe seven or $8,000 more a year at max. Right. And you're making 25 grand. But... If Jerry comes in and gets his cut, isn't she only getting like five grand a That's year? That's why I was saying. So yeah. effectively, okay. it was it was a wash. If not, she was paying more for the first little while. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's why we have someone good with money here. Math. I'm glad you're here, Chuck. You're welcome. <laughs> I mean, that's, that's dollar, dollar bills, y'all. Yeah. So at this point, we end these two victims. Their story ends in this in this episode. And so now we're back to Robin and her story and, and marrying oof. into the Colombo family. Oof. And oof is a good word. Oh. You know, she essentially just hates her life. You know, Jerry of course had a mistress, which was like, surprise, surprise. Right. You know, but it turns out, well, this is from Frankie, which is like, oh, she was really abusive. And it kind of sounds, you know, Robin kind of corroborates that story. You know, it's just, you know, heard she heard her husband, Jerry C., on the phone with someone else. Like, apparently it was another woman and he was saying very derogatory things. She came in and, like, slapped him with the phone. Yeah, she whacked him in the face with a phone. Yeah. Like, damn, girl. That's not okay. And that's, that's like really early not. aughts phone. I mean, that thing's just fucking indestructible. That's right? what I was thinking. Yeah. Like, Nokia level yeah. indestructible. Yeah. Drop that on that. a child's head. It's done. Yeah. Like, you yeah. just committed child murder. Nokia phones were always blasting, some might say. is why they were indestructible. That's right. Um, or near indestructible. Um, also, but it was a continued thing. Like, his other family members are like, yeah, she would just beat the shit out of him all the time. And he would just try to, like, hold her hands and tell her, like, knock it off. Yeah. Right. But, you know what I mean? Abuse against men isn't real. Uh, no, it's not. I mean, if that's I, a whole and, other and, problem. And yeah. To piggyback off as we all know, there's only physical abuse, no other forms. So like you Correct. literally cannot abuse a male in any form. They're bigger and stronger. Exactly. Thank you. They don't feel pain. <laughs> so it's like, nope, nope, not touching that. Nope. Nope. All right. Abuse is real, emotional, and physical. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know what I mean? What's a woman going to do? Come in and say, ah, your balls ain't big enough. I don't like you no more. And then just peace out? No. no. That type of stuff don't happen. No. Oh, boy. In her defense, she told me to get out of her apartment. So I was like, <laughs> wow. Yeah. Oh, wow. Okay. You're on my ride, though. Can I... <laughs> There's so much more to unpack. But okay, we got to get back to Robin. <laughs> What's really interesting about the relationship between Robin and Jerry C is that any time they would get into a fight or something or Robin would beat the shit out of them, Uncle Jerry would always swoop in. Yeah. He would send flowers or they would give her a car or like she was totally being bribed. Yeah, of course. Because I'm sure she threw out the, well, I'm just going to go to the police or the FBI. I'm sure she threw that out all the fucking time. Well, yeah, she did. So, yeah. so yeah, exactly. So Jerry was like, well, I'm out of here. Fuck this place. <laughs> Except for his kid. I Fuck I think he genuinely loved his oh, child. Sure. Yes. Um, so he starts a strip club. Called Fuzzy Bunny, which is actually I kind of like it. It's not a bad strip name. But then his brother says, well, oh, he had morals. He had morals about it. And I was like, question mark, question mark, question mark. Because it wasn't full nude. Oh, they had pasties on their nipples. Yes. OK. So, because at this point, um, Jerry Colombo was trying to like go legit, right? Like, yeah. He was trying to like. He was buying up clubs. several businesses and yeah. trying to be a very legitimate business owner. Instead of relying on this scam. So it almost seems as if he wanted out of the monopoly scam. Uh, yeah, which is, I guess, is why Jerry C would come in and bribe and kind yeah. of smooth things over. So Robin describes one particular night where she sees all of her friend, all of his friends and him outside of Fuzzy Bunny. And they get into a massive fight. Because she thought he had sold it. She thought he was done. Uh, yeah. 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 So she goes up. She, apparently she drives up right up on the curve. With comes her out. kid in the car. Yeah, that's nuts. Yeah. And then oh. just just punches him right in the face in yeah. front of everybody and says, I'm going to report you to the FBI. Yep. Which is uh, mm -hmm. bad. You know, bad. I want a divorce and all this other stuff. So, yeah, more domestic abuse, other issues. So she goes home that night. She calls Jerry C. All Jerry C. She calls 
Uncle Jerry really upset, going, I don't want to be in this anymore. This is terrible. And Jerry sees like, why don't you marry me instead? Which is like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yeah. No, Uncle, Uncle Jerry. Jerry. Can I try to do that again? Yeah. So then Robin comes home. And she's really upset, so she decides to call Uncle Jerry. And Uncle Jerry's like, well, why don't you marry me instead? Which is like, what the, where is that coming Such from? Such a weird, oh, you're unhappy with your husband? Just marry me. Like, what? Yeah, because clearly he's trying to smooth things over as right. much as possible. And yeah. that, that is a, that's a, it's almost a Stockholm Syndrome mind game. Yeah. Of like, I'm your way out. You can mm-hmm. stay there. Let's just do this for a little bit longer. Just keep playing the role. Yep. Mm-hmm. I'm your way out. I'll be here. You have an out. You don't have to do this. You don't have to go to the FBI. That's a good perspective. I didn't think of it that way. I mean, he's effectively rewarding her constantly for beating her husband. Yeah. And and her being, I I would argue, in a really negative mind space in that marriage and in that family. Yeah, for sure. She said she felt like a prisoner. And I don't know. There's part of me that feels for Robin. Like, I don't think she understood what she was getting into. But at the same time. She's really complicit in a lot of this stuff. Well, and she was fine with all of the other crime up to this point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like she was literally fine with everything until he opened a fully clothed strip club. What's really interesting. So not only is Jerry Colombo getting a lot of pushback from Robin about these clubs, these legitimate establishments, but the local authorities too. like nobody in that town wants him to open these clubs. <sighs> Such I, I don't know. I, I'm, again, I don't want to yuck anyone's yum. I'm fine with strip clubs as long as everyone is being treated fairly. Is of age, right? Right. That's huge. That's important. And 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 the dancers, whoever is dancing, male or female, non whatever. You know, they're not pregnant. They. <laughs> I don't. Know, some people. Whatever. I don't know why I have to okay. shame my kink like that, but whatever. Okay. That's cool. Um. But also, it wasn't yeah. a community thing. You know what I mean? It was because he was Jerry Colombo. Right. Yeah. It was exactly. very obviously yes. like that was the point. They were using like bullshit citation orders and constantly mm-hmm. shutting him down regardless of what he did. So then um, he claimed he was a church, which honestly I, fucking what, good on him. Good, if they're yeah. being fucking dickheads too, you gotta. If, yep. You know what I mean? Use the, the loopholes back against him. I love it. Yep. So then, uh, I do. I feel for him though because he's trying so hard to just be legit, and it's like. I don't know. I don't feel that bad for him. I don't know. He scammed when, a bunch of people out of a lot of I mean, money. Yeah, but then, did he? What? Who did he scam out of money? The Everyone league? else. Uh, yeah. So Me. that one person. But, mm-hmm. you know, she got some meatballs out of it. Um, Allegedly. Outside of that, though, everyone still came out net gain. Yeah. True. She All did right. get completely worked over. Yeah. But outside that. Yeah. All right. So at this point. Robin just decides to stay and deal with the nonsense. I, I, I guess because I don't think she felt like she probably didn't feel like she had another choice. I don't think she did. And they've got a little kid. Like yeah, a two, that's really a two, hard. Almost three year old. Frankie. Frankie. Yeah. Francesco. And, like, realistic, like there's still some security there. Yeah. Like in the retros, like, like there's still the family security, mm-hmm. right? They're like, she leaves. She's on her own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she does not clearly have the means to take care of herself. No. Because he has done such a good job of making it so she can't take care of herself. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Bro, I mean, I, Which yeah. It's, it's from, that kind of old school. Um, Italian mentality because Italians are the worst. Well, not even just mentality, but just really stereotypical gender roles. <laughs> That's where the, I was going. The, you are the um, homemaker. I'm the one who makes the money. Patriarchy. Yeah. That reaffirming that woman cannot survive uh, on their own in any way, shape, or form without their provider there to do everything for them. Yeah. Which you is know bullshit. What we say about the patriarchy. Down with the patriarchy. Down, fuck the patriarchy. Much what do like you what do you want to giggle shape. about, Chuck? We'll cut it out. No. All right, fine. I was just gonna say, you mean the way it's supposed to be? <laughs> <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> All right. So this is where we start to end the episode. Yes. This final scene. I know. Really, really caught me off oh guard. Oh, my God. So Jerry, C, and Robin are in the car. Frankie keeps crying. Yeah. She just keeps crying. It's, and, and, you know, Jerry just can't take it anymore. So they pull and off. Robin's driving. Yes, Robin's yeah. driving. That's important. So they pull off on the side of the road. And he's like, I'm just going to take him out for a minute. I can't take this anymore. And boom, someone hits them. And that's the end of the and episode. They take him out of the car seat and lay him in the back of the car. And then they get, oh, and I was like, fuck. yeah, it was at this moment where I was like, 
I don't know if I can finish. Like, I was going to let you guys finish this. Really? Series. Yeah, because right. I was like, if this goes how I think it might go. Everyone. Well, and it obviously does. The one time you trust a woman to drive. <laughs> you son of a bitch. These sexist jokes. <laughs> Jokes? <laughs> oh wow! Archers. <laughs> uh, so fuck you. I, I do appreciate that you're not good with the women can't drive jokes, but you are completely fine with the men can't be emotionally abused jokes. So I mean, let's just call it for what it is. No, I said that was really that was awful. That's yeah. not okay. I mean, for you guys, it's just self-deprecating. Yeah. Right. Like you're just picking on yourself. Right. You can't yeah. even stop men from, you know, hurting themselves. Yeah. How can we stop women from hurting us? <laughs> just man up. Get some bigger balls. Oh I don't know. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I I hate that mentality. I do, too. Oh, my I God. Like man up. Oh. About getting yeah. bigger balls. Uh, saline. <laughs> <laughs> so there's so, these videos right now. So and that car crash would like. Frankie is out of his car seat yeah. in the back seat. Them getting the way that the reenactment made it look, which who knows, looks like they got T-boned and hit in the passenger side, which mm-hmm. was like Frank or not Frank was uh, Jerry C and Frankie's side. Ugh. I was like, oh, fuck. And that's that's the end of the episode. Yep, that's it. So you have to stay tuned for episode four of our deep dive into McMillions to find out what happens with Robin and Jerry C and little Frankie and everybody fucking else too. <laughs> so thanks for, thanks for joining us y'all. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Boots and cats and boots and cats and boots and cats. Thanks so much for listening. Why don't you go and check out all the other great shows that the professional casual network has to offer including season one of The Space Between Presents I Saw a Tiger, which follows the Netflix smash series Tiger King and details the acid-washed antics of Joe Exotic, Carol Baskin, Jeff Lowe, as well as others. This season, we're taking a deep, dark dive into the four-part Netflix docuseries Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich. Big Fiction Energy is our audio drama pod in which Tim, Danny, and myself tell the story of Lainey, the Girl Without Fear, a fantasy novel by Dan. A grim podcast of perilous adventure is the Professional Casual Network's Warhammer Fantasy Roleplay Actual Play podcast. We're playing through The Enemy Within, which is widely considered one of the best campaigns of any RPG. Join Dan as the GM as Danny, Tim, Alexander P. Nelson, and JB try to survive the perils of the old world. And if you needed more deep dives, also check out The Space Between, which is a discussion and review of the best games, comics, and nerd movies of today and yesteryear. We also have Elite Eight Showdown, with high-octane host Big Chuck and his research team. Join him while he financially ruins his partner Tim and completes an eight-team tournament bracket that could be about anything and everything. Lastly, we have Professionally Asked, Casually Answered, a totally real, totally fake advice show where we take questions and topics from you, our listeners, and do our best not to completely ruin your lives. Danny, where could people follow us or ask us questions for Professionally Asked, Casually Answered? I'm so glad you asked that, Tim. You can go ahead and email us questions. Our email address is theprofessionalcasual at gmail.com. You can also follow us and message us on Instagram at theprofessionalcasual. On Facebook, we're facebook.com slash professionalcasual. Twitter, we're at top tier casual. Our website is theprofessionalcasual.com. On Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash professionalcasual. And you can also check out Lindsay's Instagram at lindsayfphotography, where you can check out all of her great photos of abandoned places and events. What are some other things that people could find on our Patreon, Danny? They can find Sarah's doodles. They can find different vlogs. They can find lots of polls. I know Big Chuck's got a ton of stuff up there. It's all just a wild time. Extra bonus content, all of those things.